listening to the Capture Paranormal Podcast. Greetings and welcome to the Capture Paranormal Podcast. Thanks for checking in and checking us out. My name is Jason, coming to you from London, Ontario, Canada. And in just one moment, I'm going to have my pals, my buddies from Capture Paranormal, Kevin and Mike, on the line with me. We're going to talk about an event that just happened this past weekend here in Ontario, Canada. A public investigation at Mike's Haunted Hillview Farm. So I want to talk to those guys about everything that happened at their public event and see what went on and, and hear some stories. So I'm going to get those guys on the line right now. And when we come back after this quick commercial, we're going to hear all about their public event that Kevin and Mike hosted at the Haunted Hillview Farm. Get your very own Capture Paranormal t-shirt by checking out the Capture Paranormal designs available now on TeePublic and Teespring. Pick from a variety of designs including Proud to be a Paranerd, This is my Ghost Hunting shirt, and the very popular Professional Ghost Hunter featuring the retro Pac-Man ghost. Just visit CaptureParanormal.com and look for the shop link in the menu. So it was this past weekend, we had a big event down in Dutton, the Haunted Hillview Farm uh, public event. It was the very first one since, Mike, you opened up the Haunted Hillview Farm for the public to come out and investigate, and you wanted to get everybody... Uh, wait, how many tickets did you sell that night? Six. There were six tickets sold, So, and it was a sellout, correct? Yep. Cool, cool. Yeah, so. it was all six that I wanted to sell. So there was a bit of excitement for the new Haunted Hillview Farm, and this was the first uh, time you had the public out, hasn't it? Besides Capture Paranormal and uh, some other teams, right? That's correct. So how did the how did it go? How did tell us a little bit about what happened? And well, I wasn't really involved too much. Um, I just kind of hosted the thing. Kevin would be a better person to explain what happened. During the night. So, Kevin, you hosted it, correct? Did you? Well, I did. Uh, myself and Paul did. Paul was there with us. Um, he did really well. I will say that. It was, a, it was a pleasure to finally meet him and watch what he can do. But, um, well, yeah, but also, uh, Mike's wife uh, did most of the tours, like the tour between the, because she knows the history and the, the background on the whole house and the family and seeing how it's her family's house. So I would say between Mike, Jen and myself and Paul, we all kind of hosted, if you want to say that. Mm -hmm. Um, So Mike, you just kind of stayed outside, did you or? Yeah, I stayed in the background. I monitored the DVR system and uh, did refreshments and snacks and stuff like that. Kept the bonfire going. (laughs) Nice. And then so, um, yeah, your your wife and uh, Kevin kind of, and Paul led the team. Uh, Kevin, mm-hmm. question yeah. for Kevin here. With Paul being, me and Mike have investigated with him before. So yeah. um, going into somewhere with a, a potential new teammate, what are the things you're kind of looking for when they're investigating, um, you know, to kind of get a feel for how they, how they do it and what are some, uh, you know, good points that they're making and possibly some, you know, things they can work on. Where, like, how do you go into that? Uh, uh, I, I just look to see how they conduct, conduct 
themselves. Like if, if they're professional, if they're courteous, if they're um, letting the people participate, if they're just kind of, if they fit well with us, like you don't want the person that's going to like start swearing and cursing and antagonizing and, and doing all that stuff. Like that, that's not what we're looking for. We're looking for someone that's pretty much an equal to what we do. Um, I've come across some people that don't fit in. Like that's fine. If they, everybody has their own way of how they think they should investigate or how investigations go. But uh, after watching Paul, he's pretty much kind of like us. Like he, there's a couple things that, that can be worked on, like just the timing of his questions. Like that's really about it. Um, and just to leave a little more space in between questions. And um, now yeah, had kind of a funny thing happen. He had his FLIR camera on a tripod and um, they, I was downstairs just kind of sitting around waiting and heard this loud thump and crash. And I guess his tripod fell over and he swears that it didn't happen, that he didn't hit it or nobody ran into it. But look back on the DVR footage and sure enough, it was on his foot and he just brushed it with his hip and it fell over. And, and he just like, oh, good, good. We had the DVR and he was happy that we debunked it. And so it was, it was, it was good that we had it running. Yeah, that's one of the good things. People always wonder why we bring, well, cameras and, and DVR systems, things like that. Um, it's, you know, perfect example right there is that you can run it back and see if it was, uh, say, that, that, that particular part where Paul might have hit the tripod. You can go back and actually see and debunk that, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's exactly what we did. Went back five minutes after that happened and, and we're able to debunk it. So yeah, so like you said, there's always going to be um, personality clashes. I guess it's always it's always possible. Um, is you know, are you looking for like what kind of experience they might ha bring to the table, being a new investigator, or uh, if they're kind of basing what they know off of television programs and things like that, or is it just um, basically you're just going in just to see you know start from scratch basically. Yeah, I, experience is a bonus. Like if you've done it before, like that's that's obviously a, a good thing. But if not, I, it's willingness to learn and to kind of observe what we do and how we handle things. And um, yeah, it, there's no experts. There's no proper like there, there's proper ways to conduct yourself or conduct investigations with respect and and. Uh, dignity and all that, like not be a fool and run around and scream and yell. And, um, but that's, if you have experience, great. If you're new and willingness, willing to learn, like we had another, had another, uh, person join us. Uh, her name was Shay. Mm -hmm. She was, uh, she was actually the fan that we met at, uh, force, uh, the comic con. Um, I had her shirt on. She came out to join us and she's quiet, but that's the way she is. Like that's, but yeah, she said she had fun and I'd, I'd have her out again. Like she's like mm -hmm. loves what, what we do and she wants to learn more. And like, if you're willing to learn, like I was telling her, like Mike is a good example. Five, six years ago, he didn't say a whole lot. He was pretty quiet. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. And 
I said, if anything, the investigations and what we've been doing is it brings you out of your shell. I know eight years ago, I never did public speaking, like did any type of um, events or anything like that. But then I did some ghost conferences and did some speaking here and there, and then just meeting with clients. And it just, just get, it, it brings kind of your personality out. Yeah. yeah. Some kind of shyness or, well, yeah, we've men- we've mentioned before. It's all about learning. Like every day, you're going to be learning something, and going along with that is you're going to get more comfortable, right? With uh, being in a dark place, asking questions, and talking to walls and things of that nature. Yeah, well, I, you get used to it after a while, and it become, becomes more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's that's what impressed me with Paul. Like he didn't he didn't really like stand there and just kind of like, um, okay, is there anybody here? Like he would just like went right into it like he was like right into it and that's that's what you kind of look for someone that's not going to just stand there and look at you for cues like he was like i said okay paul you're you're the guy let's go let's see what you do and he just kind of just went with it cool so uh beginning of the night i guess where did you guys start and what'd you do what kind, uh, what kind of gear did you bring with you and what kind of what kind of gear did you have running Oh, we just had our basic equipment, the Melmeter, the K2s, the Spirit Boxes, the Echo Boxes. Uh, I brought my EM pump. Didn't use it. The batteries died on it. and I don't know. I just, <laughs> it's always it just, the batteries. Eh, I know. Mike had a ton of batteries, but I just didn't use it. Because um, mm-hmm. it really, it, it was a really quiet night. Um, had a few things come through on the Echo Box and the S Box. and um. We started in the dining room. Yep, my group started in the dining room. Um, no, sorry, we started in um, the bedroom off of the Jen's uncle's room when he lived there. That, that room there, the downstairs living room. Yeah, yeah, the down with the big bay window and yes, and that's where we started with and that little room off to the side. And we actually, actually, no, we did have something happen. Um, one of the uh, one of the participants we had a bit of an issue with people kind of splitting off and kind of doing their own thing. And so the one, one lady was in the, uh, in the kind of off clo- I don't know. What is that room off that room? Mike, is that like a closet or like a, um, yeah, like, the, the, off the with, the, with the table in it, with the round table in it. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. That was used to be a bedroom. Okay. So the bedroom off the, off the living room, uh, yeah. she went into she, the lady went into there and she just, maybe five or 10 seconds in, she just got really emotional and started to cry, like bawling, like not just crying, like bawling. This was Um, at the very beginning of the night. uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. About 20 minutes in maybe. Hmm. And she said she just became overwhelmed with emotion and anger. And like she had the melmeter in her hand and she said, she just felt like she wanted to throw it against the wall and she was very upset. And so, that's, that's um, kind of odd for that place. I mean, I've never had the kind of negative feeling or anything there. Um, Mike, why, you know, why would, do you believe, you know, if this is legit, why she would have such an angry kind of feeling? Yeah, I have no idea why either. That was, it's very strange. For the for the most part, um, I've never had anything negative happen there either. Um, well, we did have, we had, we did have, the, the, the pleasure of having two mediums with us mm-hmm. that evening. And uh, uh, they, they did mention that the one <laughs> resident spirit there, Frank, 
um, likes to do things like that, likes to play with people. And, and they said that a couple of spirits that may have passed through through the night weren't very happy that we were there. So it was like a circus or a joke or something to that effect. And Now, mm-hmm. Mike, does Frank have anything to do with, you know, relative or anything being there? Yeah, he's one of the confirmed deaths in the house. Okay. Now, I'm, I can't exactly remember, has this been mentioned before in, like, previous podcast or? Oh, probably, yeah. Okay. I'm pretty, pretty sure it has. That was that was the fellow that died in that room, was it not? Yeah. Yeah. You've probably told me, like, 10,000 times, but I have the worst memory. That's okay. So. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny. It's later on, really later on in the evening, like, when the group was upstairs and I was in Frank's room, like, I was just sitting there on my phone just kind of waiting and just kind of hanging out and I laughed and I went back into the room and I went back to that that bedroom and it was like really really black like really black in there like it was because the bay window kind of gives off some light into that room that room Mm -hmm. was black and I went to walk in and it was like something just kind of made me turn around and leave the room like I just kind of like took like maybe one foot into that room and it was just Mm -hmm. like no, I don't know. I don't want to go in there. It just hmm. like something was blocking that entrance or something. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. You got like the goosebumps from the toes to the head. And I just <laughs> turned around and I left. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going in that room. And it's, <laughs> it was very strange. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm, not a, I'm not a feely kind of guy, man, but it was like just that kind of, kind of the same thing I felt at Princess Ave, that pressure, like that kind of. Yeah. Like, Kind of yeah. get out. I was like, you, yeah, something didn't want me in there, so I just turned around and left. Well, who knows? Maybe it's possible that if uh, Frank is still there, that he's kind of upset that you're bringing in all these strangers into the house now. He maybe feels it's his domain, right? Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it, it did. It did kind of give off like a protective get back kind of vibe. You want to say that? Like just mm-hmm. like yeah, it just. I've had that before, like at Princess Ave, and I've had it at Rowan Hills. Well, one time I was there, I went into that uh, Roy's room, and yeah, just the same thing. Like walk in and uh, just walk, like do the three sixty and just walk right back mm-hmm. up. Did you, you did the old Grandpa Simpson? She's yeah, yeah, she's bar working yeah. at the strip club. Yeah, so yeah. Just, <laughs> man, uh, turn around, put my hat and coat back on, and leave the door. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> So, uh, did you have any luck with um, any K two hits, any Mel hits? Um, did you use Echo Vox or anything um, like that? We had some. It's hard to say because because the like the K two like it, they didn't go off at all. Like just basically when I was showing them how they work, like like hold my phone up to it and like don't have your phones around it and stuff like that. And, but during EVP sessions and whatnot, nothing went off. Um, <laughs> Melmeter spiked a few times, but to like a 6.4 and a 4.5. And I have a feeling it might have been user error because they were like, yeah, it's pretty they high. Kept, they kept picking it up and putting it down and like any little thump on those things, yeah. they jump, jump real quick. And um, so it, it might have, I would, I would put it up to user error and actual mm-hmm. spike. Um, little temperature fluctuations here and there, but when there's eight, eight people in a room and the temperature is going to rise up. And, yep. Um, thought I saw some shadows moving around in the upper bedroom near the end of the night. Um, it's really about it. 
It was it was yeah. fairly, fairly quiet, very quiet night. Jen um, said the word soldier came through the echo box at one point. Yeah, yeah, the echo the echo box had quite a few responses. Mm -hmm. It um, usually does. Yeah. We didn't get the we didn't get the hell we didn't get any of the like get the hell out or f you or anything like that. Well, it was good. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was fairly quiet, I would say. So, Mike, what did you think of um, you know this being kind of your your place, having the the first public out there? Um, you said you kind of stayed outside, but you mentioned you were watching the DVR a little bit. Um, yep. What are, what were your thoughts on the whole night as a whole? I think it was a success. I think everybody went home happy for the most part. Um, yeah, I found out just how dusty that house is watching the DVR system. <laughs> you mean those, weren't, there. Those, those weren't spirits, are you sure? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they weren't. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's, yeah, it's cool that we... Um, I had that DVR sitting around. We've used it a few times. We used it at the Albion Hotel when we went. Um, but other than that, it's just been sitting around, so... We thought it'd be cool to set it up and put it up at the the farm there. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's some good angles. Um, you haven't gone over it yet. We kind of had it on a yeah. We had it on motion capture, so if it any motion happened, it would kind of pick up a few seconds before, yeah. and then it would run thirty seconds or whatever it was. Um, yeah. So yeah, we still have to kind of go through that because it was a, it's been up there for like two weeks now. More than a week. More yeah, than, almost two weeks. Yeah. So yeah, almost be, two weeks. Yep. It'll be interesting to go back and kind of see if there's anything captured on there. I know you've run some audio there before overnight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did three nights in a row and didn't get anything. No luck on that. So maybe no luck at all. Maybe the video will be better, but um, we'll have to hopefully. Yeah, we'll have to check that out. Um, so you're hoping to do more of these events at at the Haunted Hill View Farm? For sure. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to do one more in September and then one in October if I could. And where can people uh, find information about that? Um, on our Facebook page on the Haunted Hillview Farm at Facebook or um, keep an eye out on eventbrite.ca. Yeah, so Facebook.com slash Capture Paranormal. So I'm so used to saying that. <laughs> capture slash uh, Haunted Hillview Farm. And then they also mm -hmm. go to uh, captureparanormal.com, and there's a link in the menu That's for right. Haunted Hillview Farm. And we'll have all the evo uh, events posted up there. Um, well, when, when, when we were done, I'm talking to Mike after, after the end of the event, and I think I think going forward after this uh, inaugural one, the very first one, I think what we'll do um, for investigation-wise, I think since, since people are, are paying to be there, so they're essentially renting the house so that mm -hmm. it's their location. I think what we'll do is we'll hang back. So like if it's me and Mike or if it's Paul and Mike or you, whatever, whoever's there, like one will be in the house, maybe one outside and we'll just be there because yeah. I ran into the, the same issues that we've had at like Bacchus and, and uh, Princess Ave where we're doing all the talking, right? Like we're doing all the work. Yeah. And, we're not there for that, right? Because like we've done it, and like that's what we do. So I think what we'll do is we'll just we'll just what they do at uh, Moundsville and Rolling Hills and every other paid location. Take them on the tour, give them the history, give them the stories, and then just like go, just go. It's it's your house. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, like we're we're just there to make sure you're not going to trash the house, and that 
everything's good or if you have questions or whatever. Mm -hmm. like, I don't think we should lead investigations anymore. And I think nope. for the Bacchus event in November, I think we should try that. Okay. Well, I know, I know when I'm uh, leading a team at, say, the Bacchus or whatever, that's kind of my whole deal is um, I'll, I kind of start out the night and then I'll try to fade back as much as I can um, just to, mm -hmm. once the people start warming up, because I always find that first initial, like, you know, half hour, 45 minutes is people don't want to speak up because they're kind of shy or whatever. Um, yep. but you know, after that, you know, that's when I come in, I'll start out the night kind of asking questions and, um, kind of being the leader type just thing, get the, ball rolling, yeah, get the ball rolling. And then afterwards I try mm -hmm. my best to just fade to the back and, and, you know, just let everybody else take over. Cause like you said, they're paying for it. So why not get the full experience and they they become yeah, the, the the investigator, right? Yeah, like with, with my group at, at the house, I was I was trying to do that, but it was way too quiet. Like they like Paul would kind of jump in here and there, but and I'm just kind of like, uh, okay, I guess like if no one's going to talk, then I guess I will. But I think yeah. I think it, it would it would be a better experience for the people attending and the people that have paid if they're the investigators. Like that's mm -hmm. what they're there for. Like they're there to investigate and do what we do. And I would like to, I would like to try that. I think it would be a better time for them than to stand around yeah. and watch me and watch me talk all night. Yeah. Yeah. I think, it and comes... then they can... sorry, go ahead. Well, and then, then they can come up with their own strategies on how to maybe stir mm -hmm. up, stir up activity or, or what questions to ask or kind of thing like things in that area. And, and, Maybe I don't get a lot of actions or interactions with whatever energies or spirits might be there um, because they don't like me being there. Like, I think it would be it would be better for the public to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think I think it comes down to um, like I said before, it's personalities and you know being in a group and you don't want to be the first person to speak up type that type of thing but um yeah it's always good when you get that group that's kind of right into it and they're ready to go and you can just kind of step back and you be the quiet person right yeah yeah so uh successful night i guess you can say for night one of the uh haunted hillview farm for sure yeah it was good everyone like we had snacks and drinks and a bonfire and i brought pizza out and we had like peach party and yeah, it was it was very relaxed and it was it was good. Very cool. Well, yeah. If anybody's listening and they're interested and want to come down uh, to Dutton, Ontario, Haunted Hillview Farm, just check out facebook.com slash Haunted Hillview Farm or captureparanormal.com and check out the Haunted Hillview Farm link. We're gonna have all the information up there. Parabox is a monthly subscription program that starts for as little as five dollars a month. With your subscription, you'll receive clues to help you solve a mystery that could win you free merch. Want a little more? Subscribe to the next tier to receive a brand new paranormal-related t-shirt delivered monthly. From UFOs to Bigfoot, haunted locations to the Jersey Devil, who knows what the newest t-shirt design may be. But you could by signing up at paraboxmonthly.com. Use the promo code CAPTURE to receive 10% off your order. That's right. Use promo code CAPTURE for 10% off your Parabox monthly order, courtesy of Capture Paranormal Podcast. Uh, so what else is going on? Anything else you guys want to talk about since we're here, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I know, Kevin, you were uh, mentioning something about um, 
Well, we'll go back to early or late last week, maybe. I was sending you some pictures uh, through the Facebook Messenger of some other teams I, I saw posting stuff on Instagram with the kind yes, of the, the photography. Oh, I'm opening up the box now. It's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just some, some other teams around I saw on Instagram. I mean, Instagram is not the best place to be looking for you know, evidence or, or things like that. But when I'm scrolling, I see this stuff. So, you know, it, they're putting it out there. But there was a particular few set of pictures where it was one of those blurry kind of uh, motiony pictures that, you know, but there's a shadow there. And you had a, you said you wanted to kind of talk about this for, for a quick minute. Well, yeah. Like if, well, first off, you need to get off Instagram or I stop. can't. I'm addicted. Yeah, just, just take those groups off your feed, uh, much like I did. Actually, yeah. I, Honestly, that's what I've been doing is when I'm, when I'm scrolling through and I see something like that, I'll just unfollow because, you know, uh, they're just going to keep posting stuff that I'm looking at just like, what are yeah, you doing? We, like, Because mm-hmm. well, we, we know what it is or like, we think we know what it is. We're not experts or anything like that. Like, like it's clearly motion blur or something to that effect. Taking with a cell phone at night, it's going to be crappy, blurry, grainy. So yeah. And, but I still see it on, I'm on a few Facebook groups. I, I do it more for laughs. like just to kind of shake my head at. And, hey man, and, I do, but, I do it for promotion. That's the only reason I'm on there. <laughs> oh, I know, but it, it's, uh, but then you get the, the, thousands of people that like their page and it's like oh good catch like oh my god that's amazing and as you know if we chime in then we either get blasted or we get booted off the page yeah we've is, we've talked so, about that in a previous uh parent episode yeah. so uh, there's not really much to say but I, you you mentioned uh, on the the chat there something that kind of you know, like rang true for me is that it's the year 2019 and these these teams are still posting these pictures of, yeah, you know, like it's 2010, like, like 10 years ago. Like it's like, like kind of 10 years ago when digital photography was kind of in its infancy, right? Like when it was kind of new or just kind of coming out and people didn't really know, like, I will admit, like when I first started this, like with my first group there, nine, nine years ago, nine, 10 years ago, whatever it is, we went out to a, um, oh, what was it? Oh, crap. Uh, I can't think it's just, it's just it, like, it was like an old mill. Like there was a water wheel in the, in the river and just outside of Hamilton. It was a grist mill. That's what it was. And like, we're taking pictures and I'm snapping pictures and these bright orange balls are showing up in the, in the pictures. I'm like, Oh my God, look at that. Like, Oh my God. It's like, a, then you, of course you look up the chart of the colors of orbs and, and like the orange is like a demonic one or like the white one is an angel and blue one is a, I don't know what it is, but like that, there are charts. That's out awesome. There. First of all, <laughs> I know, you can look it up. You can Google it and then and look up the color of orbs, and it'll bring up this chart, and it'll have the meanings behind the colors. And oh my goodness, yeah, it's it's and people still post that. Like when people mm-hmm. put pictures up of orbs, then you'll see in the comments they'll have that picture of that chart, and that's from at least ten years ago. And people still believe that. And we had that at, at Farmhouse on Saturday. Like we had two mediums mm-hmm. with us that every dust bit that went by those DVRs, they swore they were spirit orbs mm-hmm. because the one medium said it, they follow her around everywhere. 
So, like, yeah, dust follows me everywhere, too. Like, it's, <laughs> it goes. Like, that, that's life. But it, it's, so, I like, it, and I've, even my colleagues from other groups, and, like, we all did it. We all did the orb thing. We all yep. missed the spider webs that look like vortexes and mm -hmm. crap like that. But it, But you learn and you evolve and you mm -hmm. accept that little balls on the on the pitcher are not spirits that they're dust when you're in the middle of a grist mill with running water in the background and mist everywhere and that's right well and going back to to the um the comments and the other posters and who are like oh amazing catch that's awesome um it just reminded me of we had uh one of our facebook friends there post a picture on our uh facebook page and it was apparently taken in Fort Erie. I don't know if you remember. You guys remember this picture? Supposedly taken in Fort Erie. It was of uh, like a water, a beach, or whatnot. And above in the clouds was this really demonic-looking skull. And oh, yeah. Bryce is like, I know what that is. Posted the picture. It's like an Iron Maiden cover that someone had photoshopped yep. into the clouds. But I've seen yep. it. I've seen it on all these other pages too, where they're like, "Oh, look at this amazing freaking demonic thing in the sky." When Really, it's it's a cover of, of an Iron Maiden album or something. Yeah, well, Eddie from the Iron Maiden cover. <laughs> with uh, with photography and Photoshop and apps and any photograph, I just kind of like, eh, whatever. Like, it's, I, I, you can't take it for anything now. Like, I just just Ooh. this morning I saw, uh, I don't know whatever group it was, some paranormal fan page, and posted all these pictures. And like ninety percent of them were a phone app. Like there was the last picture was clearly Jason from Friday the Thirteenth sitting in a chair, but just blurred out. Like you could see the hockey mask. <laughs> oh my god! And then you get, and then there's another picture was the the famous picture from Bachelor's Grove with the woman sitting on the bench in the middle of the cemetery, like sitting in the oh, middle yeah. of a hospital hallway. Oh, I've and seen that picture before. Yeah, it's got like 600 like likes and like 400 comments. Like, oh my God, what an amazing catch and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, no, it's not an amazing catch. It's someone's phone. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I run but, into with the whole Instagram thing is, you know, like going back to those pictures and you always you always read the comments and it's, oh, amazing catch. Oh, that's amazing. Um, good job. Good work. And it's like, well, there's really no work put into that, really, because it's not no. real. Yeah. And, but that's why I try and stay away from or I, or I just look and shake my head and then just keep scrolling down. Like, I don't. I, I sometimes, say three, sometimes it just catches me on the right day. So that's, I'll start, sending, yeah, I'll start well, sending you guys the pictures. Well, like, like this morning, that like I, I had to comment. I said half of, like, 90% of these are made of phone apps. And, then, of course, I got blasted, and I'm pretty sure I got mm -hmm. picked up. Page, so. <laughs> heaven forbid you use actual rational thought well yeah and tell people the truth and, and yeah you know, you know smack those snowflakes left right and center so you don't want to offend the snowflakes that's right i don't care well, and that that's the issue with uh the whole paranormal field today is you know you can't police it i guess <laughs> you know you, there's no no there's no way of um with anything to do with the paranormal of, of, you know, rationalizing it without people being upset or telling mm -hmm. you you're lying or anything like that. So it's just part of the, the perks. Well, I guess. We always, we always go back to the same quote. You weren't there. 
Yeah, that's a big yep. one. Right? Like that's, a, that's everybody's famous last words to a comment. You were there, and I was, and I took the picture, and it's 100% genuine. And then you ask, but then you ask the original photo or something that's not cropped and zoomed in, and then they yell, offensive. Yeah, or yep. or the big uh, the big red circles. Yeah, and arrows. <laughs> yeah, yep. Anyways, cool. Well, thank you guys for sticking around. No um, yeah. Problem. So again, if anybody wants to check out Haunted Hillview Farm, uh, Facebook.com slash Haunted Hillview Farm, Capture Paranormal, uh, check out Haunted Hillview Farm in the menu. Uh, as always, Facebook.com slash Capture Paranormal. Uh, Instagram, if you want to follow us, it's at Capture Paranormal. Twitter, at Capture Paranorm. And other than that, we got, actually, we just signed up for uh, the St. Thomas Doors Open event. They're doing kind of a haunted theme uh, throughout the city on October 5th. Is that right? That's right. October 5th. So uh, if you're in the St. Thomas area and you want to check that out and go check out some creepy places, including the Princess App Playhouse where we have investigated and maybe investigating again in October with the public. Not sure about that one yet. But well, we should find out we should find out about that next month. Mm-hmm. Right, cool. So, yeah. so just uh, keep updated on our Facebook page and our website. Uh so yeah, October fifth, doors open. Uh St. Thomas. We've kind of collaborated with the Railway City Tourism who are putting that event on and we're gonna have a little booth set up at one of the locations just to show off our gear and everything like that. Uh, other than that, Mike, what do you got? Anything? Not really. Um, just trying to, to firm up a date for the next public event at the at the farm there. But that's about it. We might have a, a case early September in a return to Wallaceburg. Right, yeah. But that's about it. Yeah, so uh, if people want to check out uh, our, our latest episode from Wallaceburg uh, called Emergency, you can check that out at youtube.com slash captureparanormal. Uh, Kev, what do you got? Anything? Anything? Last remarks or? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. I can go on and on about pictures and and uh, <laughs> uh, gear and all that stuff, and but I won't. I will hold back on that for now. We'll save it for another day. Sure. Mm-hmm. And another episode. All right, cool. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Uh, give us a like, follow. All that good stuff, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. For more information on Capture Paranormal, visit CaptureParanormal.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the Capture Paranormal podcast.